What's up, everybody? This is Mark Smith for freeadmissionfr.com with Raw in 5 Minutes or So. It was the January 30th edition, coming off the Royal Rumble. And uh, honestly, I thought it was a great show. Uh, we had three really good matches. Um, honestly, they kept the, the bullshit segments to a minimum. And I really think that they got across that this was supposed to be Laurinaitis' send-off. But they focused mostly on the matches and the storylines that they were going to uh, for the Elimination Chamber which I think is good. You start off already, and, you know, it's a transitional pay-per-view. But, um, yeah, Raw was good overall. I'll break it down a little bit. They started out with uh, John Laurinaitis coming out, and uh, he was looking forward to tonight. He said that he had thought that he did a good job, and uh, he formally announced the Elimination Chamber for Raw, which is CM Punk, Kofi Kingston, Dolph Ziggler, The Miz, R-Truth, and Jericho for the title. Uh, and he announced four matches, which were Beth versus Eve, uh, Dolph Ziggler versus Orton, The Miz versus Kofi, and Brian Danielson, better known as Daniel Bryan, versus CM Punk in a first-time match, which uh, brought out a big pop from the crowd, and I'm sure from a lot of people on the internet as well. Uh, CM Punk came out. Uh, he sang the the goodbye song to him. Ran around the crowd. Had a few. Had a Justin Roberts do it with him. Uh, it was a, it was okay. It got a little over the top at a point, but uh, you know, he just said that he he made a comment about Laurenite sucking and blowing at the same time, and that was admirable or something. It was a nice little joke. Uh, Laurenite said that Punk should apologize and stuff, and blah 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 blah. Uh, Daniel Bryan came out, says that he's a role model because he's vegan. Uh, Punk just wants to give a. a you know, Kansas City, the best wrestling match, and just to set up the thing tonight. And, of course, Sheamus comes out, just mentions he won the Royal Rumble, and he could challenge Punk or Daniel Bryan. So it was a great opening segment, I think, got over most of the storylines that they're heading with right now, and uh, went right to commercial, and we come back with Randy Orton versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, they've had a few good matches before. They always work very well together, and tonight was no exception. Uh, they did a very cool thing here with Josh Matthews, interviewed Wade Barrett from the Skybox during the match. Uh, I thought it was good, and they announced that Orton and Barrett will have another match on SmackDown. Uh, like I said, Ziggler and Orton was a great match. Uh, they, they always have great chemistry together. Uh, there was a great near fall off a suple uh, superplex by Orton. Uh, they had a huge, uh, a lot of counters, that, you know, showing that these guys knew each other very well. And uh, in the end, Orton won with an RKO. It was a fine match. Uh, I'm not going to complain that Ziggler lost because he got you know a good amount of time on offense as well. Uh, they recapped Cena and Kane and Ryder from the Royal Rumble. Uh, they cut to the backstage area where Laurinaitis is with William Regal, who has a nice little comment about how he has two daughters locked in the attic because they're conjoined twins. And uh, Laurinaitis pats him on the back and walks on. He's just trying to glad hand and stuff. Uh, we go to Brodus Clay, and he goes against Tyler Rex, making his return to Raw. Uh, he squashes him, even though Tyler Rex is the first person, I believe, to get uh, Brodus Clay down to one knee, so he can always say that for the rest of his life. Uh, they do another promo with Punk and Brian, talking about being straight edge and being vegan, how fans may not know what that is. Um, Punk reiterates that he's the best in the world. Then we go to commercial, and we get the match when we come back, and honestly, uh, if you saw the match, you know that it was great. Uh, both guys worked super hard. The crowd was into everything. Uh, the, you see Brian worked some of the, the spots in from ROH, the joint manipulation, which I love. And uh, Punk doing his normal style, which was nice and crisp tonight. Um, I thought it was a phenomenal match. And when Jericho came out and, and caused the disqualification win for Brian, it didn't bother me at all. It, it, you, know, you, had, you couldn't put one champion over the other at this stage anyway. And they got about 15 minutes to wrestle, which was absolutely more than I expected. But uh, 
great thing here, and it sets up Jericho and Punk for WrestleMania, if that's where they're heading, but certainly for Elimination Chamber, it makes it more interesting. Uh, Jericho laid out Punk, for the record, uh, with a, a code breaker and stared at Punk and not Brian. Uh, my personal dream is that he, he was going to come out and challenge both for WrestleMania, and we'd have uh, the three-way best-in-the-world match. But, um, yeah, after that, we had Mike Tyson announced as the uh, next inductee to the Hall of Fame in 2012, which I have no problem with. He was probably one of the most... Uh, over celebrities the WWE has ever had in their history, so I completely agree with that. Uh, we come back to see our truth on commentary for Miz versus Kofi. Uh, again, another really good match. Uh, both guys mid card uh, got up. You know, the, I don't remember the exact time, but at least five minutes, and it worked very well. Uh, they didn't go out of their own realm of what they can or can't do, and Kofi won with the Trouble in Paradise. Uh, Kofi hits that, that out of nowhere all the time, and he's getting to be that solid babyface that even if he loses, the fans are going to cheer for him the same amount, even if he wins, um, which is probably not the greatest thing for him, but, you know, it's, it's a solid spot on the card for him. Uh, they show the Rock WrestleMania promo again, which was awful once more. I guess uh, they're slotting him to be, you know, the Hollywood big star and just try to get recognition off his name. Uh, we had a squash of Beth Phoenix over Eve. Eve was so distraught over Zack Ryder getting Tombstone Piledriver last night. Uh, so obviously she couldn't compete very well. Uh, Kane's music hit. We get another one of his videos. He says that he's going to use Eve to get the message over to Cena that he has to embrace the hate. And until he embraces the hate, he will continue to attack Zack Ryder every time he comes around. Uh, he says he's going to, uh, he, he says he's going to come down to the ring and he does. He's behind Eve. Uh, Cena makes the save. He goes apeshit on Kane. He beats the hell out of him with steel steps. Uh, is about to attitude adjust him through the table, and Kane bails out through the crowd. Uh, I saw some people worried that this was Super Cena. I think this was as you know a very good way to establish that Cena has some footing because till this point, he's just been you know knocked to hell for, by the character of Kane, which I absolutely hate. And he's not in the main title picture, which is always a, a breath of fresh air. So I can't complain when Cena goes out there and actually entertains people. Uh, the main event, I guess you could say, was the Laurinait whether Laurinaitis was going to keep his job or not. Uh, John Laurinaitis comes out and says that the ratings have, are up from last year. And I'm sure there are a bunch of people on Twitter who could uh, go to Wrestling Observer and let me know if that's true. But I'm sure it's around the same exact amount of people, if not less. Um, he lists the many things that he gave himself a five on on his, on his own uh, appraisal of his work. And uh, Triple H, you know, inter interrupted, uh, saying that Laurinaitis abused the power by letting personal issues get in the way. Same thing that Vince did and the same thing that Triple H did. Uh, he hinted that he was going to make him join the, the Kiss My Ass Club uh, because Laurinaitis said he'd do anything to keep his job. He also hinted that, you know, he put him in a gauntlet match against all the superstars. Um, he also wanted him to apologize to the crowd, which he did, but they booed him out of the building. Uh, the funny thing about the, the Kiss My Ass Club was that uh, Laurinaitis actually put on chapstick and got on his knees ready to do it. But uh, Triple H swerved him, and just as he's about to wish him well in his future endeavors, the Undertaker's music hits, uh, the lights go out, crowd goes nuts, and, you know, sure enough, here comes the Undertaker down to the ring, sporting a nice wig. Uh, he comes down, they have a stare down, they show the WrestleMania sign, Taker clearly looks at it, and uh, Triple H pats him on the back as if to say that he doesn't want that, and he leaves the ring. So that was Raw, really. Uh, almost eight minutes, uh, but I think it was due to the fact that we actually had a really good show. Um, I hope they keep up this trend. Maybe Laurinaitis is going to try to keep his job every week.
Uh, thanks again for listening. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FreeAdmissionFR. And I uh, really appreciate you guys listening, and I will check you out after a while.